Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. 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 Talking Point. Getting you talking. Welcome back once more to this evening's edition of Talking Point. I mentioned earlier on Buddy Care. Now, I believe Buddy Care brings trauma-informed care or a trauma-informed care approach that recognizes that it's not what's wrong with a society or a person, but what's happened to it and what's happening to it and what can happen to it. I've just been involved with a lot of things on the Cape Flats. And ready facilitator with Buddy Care. And a very good evening. Good evening to you too. Thanks for your time and thanks for being here. Eyeball to eyeball interview. And then Brian Rogers, founder of Buddy Care. Brian, a very good evening to you. And thank you. And I believe you warned me earlier, said when you start speaking, you can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. I like that. I really like that. I want to find out Buddy Care, Brian. What's it all about? Where did it start? Well, it, it's the, the thought process started a few years ago when uh, there was a realization amongst a whole lot of us is that mental health just wasn't being addressed in our country at all. Even in our constitution, you know, there's, 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 there's no provision for mental health and the new National Planning Commission made no provision for nation, uh, mental health. And um, my circle was, was, was involved in trauma and, and there was a belief that uh, the unchecked and the untreated trauma in our society has um, is responsible for for or the fuel for the cycle of violence in our country, wow. and that was that was that was the founding thought, and that we needed to get down and do something r- rather significant mm-hmm. about it. So we set about studying and looking for what was the means to that end. Uh, what we could do with things because in South Africa we we just we don't have the manpower it's not uh, a profession that's been encouraged you know we do you know that we have less than 400 psychiatrists practicing in this country wow. and there are only about 2006 or 700 mm. clinical psychologists and 14% of them work in the public sector, mm. covering 85% of our population. <laughs> so they obviously can't. You know, if you go to, if you get a, uh, uh, if, you know, if the public, the general public get a, uh, a public servant psychologist, uh, it probably takes them a month or two to get the, um, the, the appointment. And then the repeat appointment is two to three months later, which, which is totally inadequate. Mm. <laughs> it needs to be done on a rapid basis. So that's the, the resources went there. So we had to look for what resources could be brought to the party. Oh, certainly. You know, when you, <laughs> I always say to myself, being in the media, and, and, and you think you, you've, you've heard it all, you've mm-hmm. seen it all. And, and what still warns me at night is this pedophile that was traced by the Belgian police. Mm. And I thought, wow, dealing with children still in nappies. I, I couldn't imagine it being a grandfather. I thought, where are we going? And, and this, this normally, I'm assuming, would have its effect on the community. Well, well, uh, well undoubtedly. Um, there's, there's, there's the exciting part about trauma. I say exciting. I mean, the, <laughs> my colleagues like, and they go, man, they, they're going to make me a T-shirt with, say, crazy about trauma on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I can say that because I have my own trauma, personal trauma experiences. I'm allowed to wear the badge too. So, but but you know, um, there's there been huge breakthroughs, and and one of them is a thing called ACEs, which is um, adverse 
childhood experiences. Okay, it's a very simple term, mm. adverse childhood experiences. And this has all come, to the, the banner of trauma-informed care is really just developed over the last six or seven years by common thought process of social workers and some psychologists and some scientists towards, towards the an end. And they, they did a study that I think culminated in 2013. It's the biggest study of childhood ever been done. And, and they did 17,000 uh, recipients in the United States. And the, the most extraordinary results have, have come out of it. And they've been able to, they've been able to track and to trace and where children have been assaulted witnessed assault witnessing is one of the worst things that oh, happens to okay. people mm. it's not just being it yourself mm. um as is is that the adverse effects later on are, are, are extraordinarily powerful um that research gave the numbers in an environment like the united states if 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 my imagination says what has to be that in certain parts of our society i i, I would probably end in tears mm. I mean, if you take the Cape Flats, mm. I mean, and I'm going to have uh, Lieutenant General Jeremy Veary joining me a little la later this evening. All of a sudden, there's a place called Manenberg. And I look at the photographs in the newspapers, particularly the tabloids. There's a body lying in the street. Who surrounds it? Kiddies, mm. young age, of experiencing course. this. And you're saying this leaves a mark on him? Oh, terribly! You know, um, you know, children uh, travel to to school on on, on taxis, and in, in which mm. they they witness uh, assaults and violence in those taxis. Um, there are days when children can't go to school because of taxis. My my partner is a remedial teacher, and 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 their their, their school, of course, these these kids are many of them are from the poorest of the poor mm. and, and fetal alcohol and those sorts of things are involved and these children are defenseless okay and so often it is not them that is that is actually assaulted but what they witness and what they carry the burden they carry with them and in our society and in that society in some societies it's with it has become a norm and that is unacceptable to me that is unacceptable and what has also become, I, I really have reached that point where to say that it is unacceptable that time and time again the, 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 the communities meet, either the governments and everything, and we talk about these problems and trauma is not mentioned once. If the traumatic effects okay, on the society are just continuous. We know now through neuroscience that intergenerational trauma is a reality. And take you talk the Cape Flats. You have three generations of men that have not been employed. Absolutely. Now that's what happens. It gets worse and worse in this situation. Um, I actually did a, did a study and I realized some of the things about my father due to my grandfather's very adverse wartime experiences, okay, were reflected in my father. So I could understand that intergeneration. Oh, now here's an exciting thing. Do you know that only very recently they discovered DNA changes? Wow. Do you know your DNA changes? The DNA you're born with is not the DNA you go to your grave with. Wow. They found that. Brian, could I ask you just to hold that thought sure. for a second? My guest here with me, Brian Rogers, the founder of Buddy Care, and then also Anne Reddy, a facilitator with Buddy Care. We go for a short break and we'll continue our discussion just after this. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. 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 
Well, we continue our discussion, finding out a little more about Buddy Care with Brian Rogers, the founder of Buddy Care, and then also Anne Reddy, as I said, facilitator with Buddy Care. Brian, now, you know, trauma, I think we've established now, it leaves its mark, particularly on young people. It's something they can't erase out of their memories. Uh, and, you know, you speak with such a lot of passion when it comes to um, those who eventually get affected and, and the trauma and what it does to a human being. How do you get involved? Uh, do you have <laughs> facilities as a state make use of you? <laughs> no. Um, well, we, we started this on passion and passion alone. But uh, you mentioned uh, General Vieri. Um, he is actually the reason that I'm sitting here in front of you today. Oh, I went. <laughs> I went to a crime prevention conference, mm. um, and he was there, and I and I heard him speak, and I and he talked about the concept of of, of communities needing to overcome, uh, to offer offer more than what the gangs could offer. If you could offer more than what the gangs could, offer, the problem is that they seem to be able to offer less. And this captured my thoughts, and I approached him, and he said, "Why don't you get in touch with the guys?" Um, from, uh, he introduced me to a couple of chaps and from, from, from Mitchell's plan. And, uh, and it came from there, and we, we went out to go and meet them. Monday. Uh, what is the name of that uh, station? Mitchell's plan. Mm. Mitchell's plan, mm. yes. Mm. Mitchell's plan, the new one. The mm. new one? Oh, the friendly one. Uh, okay. And um, mm. we had a meeting with them, and, and that's, that's what brought us here. So, um, because the, the concept is that we, we, we want to get started now, and we, what, we, what we're looking for, our mandate comes from uh, uh, the, the Department of Social um, Services. And they, they, they put an integrated crime prevention strategy. Um, in fact, our own J.P. Smith of Cape Town, mm. you know, Councillor J.P. Smith, uh, he was intimately involved in that. I know that. And they put that together. And when I looked at the, the, the diagrams and whatever and where they mapped out, um, uh, I felt very much at home that Buddy Care could bring what we had learned, what we had studied, all of the information. We, we've joined up with a number of different organizations around the world who are peer wow. support groups for us, okay? And we have studied very specifically things like psychological first aid, um, that can be brought in as community and a community community building projects okay and um, resilience um, uh, specific resilience building projects okay that allow the community to, to not only people but uh, to, to the community to embrace it and our strategy for 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 this year is one plus one is greater than and equal to three because it is a reality every time we as buddy care or somebody in buddy care does something for somebody else there's automatically a two-way thing both people benefit when mm -hmm. one person does something for somebody else once you've been trained how to do buddy care both people benefit and i'll tell you what somebody else benefits and being that benefit might be simply helping somebody to get home okay in the right kind of way in the right frame of mind and they get home and their family has power there at home under the right conditions and happier than whatever and already more than two people have benefited at least for one night so the whole concept about body care is people helping people, people. with basic human kindness okay and the word kindness was very carefully selected Pretty tired of people talking to me about people must be empathetic. Mm -hmm. People, I'm empathetic. What is empathetic? Mm -hmm. It means I think about it, and I think I'm so. You feel so sorry for you. They do nothing. Empathet empathy says nothing. I just have empathy. Kindness says I must do something. Kindness says I must actually 
feel the emotion of, of, of empathy and go and do something about it and be kind. Even if that kindness is simply to walk over and pick somebody up out of the gutter. Okay, uh, metaphorically or, or anything else. So, yeah, that's what it is. So now the community has asked us to get involved, and um, we're, we're, we're hoping to, to – we're going to channel it um, um, through, through, through the people who have invited us in because what we want to say is that this isn't a matter of us setting up committees or anything like that. We're an energy bringer. We're a strategic energy bringer to existing organizational structures. And then we teach skills mm. to go with those. Because what might be prevalent in Mitchell's Plain might not be the same in Atlantis. Exactly. It might not be the same in Deep River or wherever mm. we else we're talking about. So it's not for us to come in and put in structure and whatever. It's for us to come and bring these skills in which are flexible and programmatic for people to adopt and adapt and to bring in and create their own societies that grow. Beautiful. And from that we talk about from schools, social services, police, neighborhood watches, community policing forums, all of that. I was I was probably just thinking on, on kiddies and what they experience. Not only mm. on the Cape Flats, I come from the northern suburbs, the shootings on a daily basis, they see the violence and to them that's the life I've got to live. But it affects them even, I speak to educators and they tell me, wow, you know, the, the, the personality of these children have changed. But I'm, I'm probably just focusing on kids, we're talking adults as well, get affected. Well, absolutely. Look, I think the great difference that one can make is to focus on, on, on building a better future. Okay? You see, in trauma, you cannot begin to heal if you're a victim. If you think of yourself as a victim, you cannot begin to heal. No matter what has happened to you, you have to get out of that mode. And your next phase is to go into survivor mode. Now, survivor mode makes sense. If I'm a cancer survivor, then I have survived this horrific uh, <laughs> thing inside of me or a heart attack survivor. But what I still haven't survived yet is the trauma that might have come with it. Okay, Because we're not talking trauma just about violence. We're talking about it, about diseases, about mm. motor vehicle accidents, about, oh, yeah. about unforeseen deaths of fat people and families. There's lots of reasons. Trauma is many different things. And so what happened, it's associated many different things. So what, what we do with the trauma is then, is, is, is uh, I lost my train of thought there for a second. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, to pick it up and, and um, what we need to do is to, is, is to take and look at what is in that community, okay, and not what is this, this the X, Y, and Z psychological intervention. We've got to see what the needs are. This is what's changed very rapidly, and it's changing very rapidly in the area of trauma, where the tr people, the top psychologists and psychiatrists are now turn turning around, they're saying two things. We can teach people in the community how to deal with people in the community. You don't have to have a professional at every single level. Nonsense. Okay. The second thing that they're talking about is they're saying that in the past, people were looked at okay, as clients, as, as patients, <laughs> instead of 
A human being in need with possibilities. A human being in need with possibilities. I mean, the, the person that you're dealing with could be the next president of the country. Okay? Could you, could you think of that? So we look at that and whether the possibilities are that or just to be happier. You know, they say that the opposite of trauma is not calmness. It's connectedness. We, ne we are all social animals. And this is where I'm going to bring Anne in here. Because we are all social animals. We all need some degree of interaction. People begin the death path when they are isolated. That's why very, very often something like just a dog is so important mm -hmm. to bring somebody out of it because they learn care for a dog and the care dog gives love back and whatever and whatever. We need social interaction. We cannot survive, even if it's two or three people. It doesn't have to be the whole world. We need to be socially interactive. And that's where we set up the forums, mm -hmm. the buddy care forums. Now, Anne has been leading the buddy care forums, which are, we meet, we physically meet uh, once or twice a week, okay, where people collect together and and share and share and, and sorry, I'm and mm. over to you. It's <laughs> <laughs> not often that we get the woman not getting a word in edgewise. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Brian is speaking with such a lot of passion. He's even yes. left me speechless on yes. this idea. Yeah, he inspires so, you by his passion. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, and your involvement, the Buddy Care forums. Yes, when uh, Brian initiated um, Buddy Care last year. Um, we had a meeting out in Rondebosch, which impacted a lot of lives. Um, we'd say Brian is the door, and one of the members is actually the key to that door, wow. in that everything that Brian shared on that particular occasion resonated within her, mm. in terms of knowing that there's somebody out there that actually cares. And the act of kindness, um, which was the first theme for last year with Buddy Care, was basically people coming together from all walks of life. Um, like Brian mentioned, it's not just trauma at a young age. You know, people have um, abusive relationships oh, yes. and the list just goes mm. on. So if you take all of those problems which society faces and the hurts that people go through and there's no real help for them, What's been established in the facilitation group is that people have a platform where they are safe to come and share. Mm -hmm. And out of that sharing, a healing takes place, not only for the individual, but also for the group, because it's not like-minded people being put into a little pod and said, oh, well, you know, you all have been raped, so you'll share your experiences. It's basically just people coming with all their different traumas, with all their hurts, with all their pain, and being able to speak about it in a safe environment and through the shedding, but mainly also because of all brands' research, really going down into the nuts and bolts and helping and guiding you through that whole process of identifying where are you? Are you in that victim mode? You know, are you in the survivor mode? Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you transcend from the one the to the other. next? But what has been phenomenal um, in terms of the group that we have is that the level of caring that has come out, despite the pain that each one is carrying at that meeting. Um, you, we, we had a WhatsApp um, little group set up and people had now a conduit to say, I'm in pain, I'm alone, I'm hurting. I'm, and the response is immediate because oh. the level of caring um, is so sincere. And so we've seen phenomenal 
um, we could go on forever, I think, in terms of just citing um, success in the whole process of what, what is being developed by Brian and all the work that he's done for that. No, absolutely. Mm. I mean, <clears throat> for me, uh, things are, uh, I don't want to be negative, but what I see happening out, um, it's, it's getting worse. Mm. <laughs> I That's thought true. in my younger days, I grew up in Alsace River. That was bad. But what I'm seeing around me now, mm. wow. And, and for people, not only children, as you said, for adults, mm. you know, to experience it. I'm going to work. My family going to be safe. Mm. What happens on schools? Mm. So I like this and I underlined this from victimhood through to survivor mode and then to alive and thrive. Yeah. <clears throat> Brian, you mentioned Mitchell's plan. In fact, I'm going to have the CPF head of the, I know him very well, he's also joining me this evening a little bit. So, at the moment, centres, how do people get hold of you? you know, are there centres established in Mitchell's Plain or, no, or not yet? No, no. We, we're on the brink of this. We have a major meeting now on the 29th um, at, um, in the, for the, for the, uh, with, under the auspices of the Colonel. Um, and I'm going, I can't remember the name now. I'm so sorry. Um, and uh, for the, for the cluster, and a further series of meetings is being set up to work with the communities because it's very important that we, we take w the message of what we want to do to the broader sector, first of all, of the established units within the society. Mm. Say, for example, schools. Now, I'm aware of some schools that are transforming beautifully in, in, in Mitchell's plan, okay? Right. And those headmasters are being supported by, by business initiatives and, you know, those things transforming beautifully. But the school and the pupils are only in the school for part of their day. <laughs> so now we need to interact with that and mm. we now need to bring it. And you know what? This thing called psychological first aid, which is one of the most exciting things for us, mm -hmm. that really was a huge breakthrough for learning psychological, because it teaches people to help people. That's what it is, okay? And psychological first aid was first brought in for disaster management. And then when, and this is only a few years ago, and very quickly, communities started taking it on all over the world. Very strong now in Southeast and West Asia. You can imagine because they have disaster issues at hand. And throughout the United States and some European countries are picking it up. We even, they we, like for the state of Georgia, they took psychological first aid, this disaster management thing, and to my absolute delight, turned it into neighborliness. So in other words, like you can, like you, used, you get taught how to put a dressing on a wound if your neighbor hurt their hand in the lawnmower, okay? This teaches you how to put a metaphorical <laughs> bandage <Right>. on the <laughs> head. <laughs> no, it teaches you how to deal with people. Okay, so if the person next door is faced with a major trauma, you, the neighbor, if you're trained in this, will know what, what to, to do. do. Okay, and what to do is the most amazing part about what to do is, is the things, it's all common sense. Mm. But when, when I first studied it, what blew me away was not about what I should do, it's about what I shouldn't, shouldn't do. do. And that those little traps 
that we spin people into mm-hmm. that, that do it. And that's what it gives you. And it's a, it's a course, and I'm hoping along the way, you're asking me resources, I need resources. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that the guidance of some of these really key players that we've got, who are so motivated in Mitchell's plan to make a difference, they really mm-hmm. have impressed. And uh, I wouldn't be there if I couldn't be with them, with the exciting work that they do. And already, and, 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 and how strongly they think about this. So I'm hoping that they will help to bring that to the party. We need businesses to get involved, okay? And we need businesses to come in and donate money. We hope to get money through the official government Rabbit channels and all mm. of that. But you know what? I say this on this on your station tonight. Fine, government channel money is one thing. But you know what? When the community starts funding itself, the community starts winning, okay? And it's their own investment. It's their own investments. They have got something. They can sit on my back and shake their finger at me and say, Brian, have you got the <laughs> have you done this? Have you done this? And I will love it. Okay. I want them to come in and chase it. Because it's not just about Brian to do this. I need to bring in other people, other resources, other other things. And I've I've identified lots of people that I want to bring in. Okay. Um but Unfortunately, they have to make a living too. You know, they have to. These aren't expensive people, but they they need to put bread on the table too. <laughs> Brian, on that note, I've got to leave it. I'd like to sit, uh, and if I had my way, I would be chatting to the two of you here the whole evening. I'd like to set up a further, in the near future, get you in again. Um, but there might be people sitting at home now wondering, well, how do we get hold of this uh, buddy care? promotion that's happening here is there websites contact okay. numbers uh, yes um, I think the easiest is to go to www.buddycare.co.za that's b-u-d-d-y-c-a-r-e just as you said buddycare.co.za okay. there's lots of contact details there um, I also um, I guess I'm at the public disposal so my cell phone number I don't mind giving it out um, I don't know what you, would you like me to do that or would you want it's to put it up it's entirely up to you it's 083 281 now I'm not sure if you're podcasting this particular one it would be wonderful if you do because Thank I have you. some overseas interests in hoping that they're interested in this and what I had to say here tonight as a, a conduit to maybe supporting us in other ways but um, yeah um, I would prefer it if they emailed me at Brian, mm-hmm. B-R-I-A-N. They often, sp- often spell it brain, right. but that's okay. the wrong thing. Yeah. I've got a colleague here that does it that way, brain instead of You know what they say? I know that the, my, my kids have their mother's brains. <laughs> oh, sorry. My kids have my brains because their mother's still has hers. Those who do that spelling that way still need buddy care. It's Brian at buddycare.co.za everything so a little drop me an email and i'll get in touch but yeah my you know my phone's there and this and i'll jump around and try and work through things and then we'll try and channel this then we'll probably set up a contact center but i need to work with the people on the ground in mitchell's plane they're the most important they're the ones with the need they're the person Mm. people that we'd like to follow you with that process Mm. thank you so much he hasn't even touched on the road walker no certainly (laughs) as i said uh, i've just you know scratched the surface here this evening mm. with you. Brian, I need to say thanks very much. That's Brian Rogers, the founder of Buddy Care, and then Anne Reddy, who's a facilitator with Buddy Care to you too, Anne. And Brian, thanks very much for being here. Keep it going. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this goes to, you know, success upon success. We really need it. Yeah. Thanks and a pleasant evening to you. Mm. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Thank you very much.